Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is the podcast that's here to make you feel normal in your everyday life. Guys, we have a guest on today. Britt, who do we have? I'm so excited about this, you guys. Um, we have wardrobe stylist Delee Cox. She has a passion for slow fashion. She's going to teach us all about it. We're going to talk all things uh, what's in your closet and what to do with it and, and how to dress. And everyone knows I need help here. <laughs> No, you don't. You're totally fine. <laughs> Dali, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. Thanks for having me. So I am a wardrobe stylist, but I specialize in slow fashion, which is a little different than most wardrobe stylists. I'd say I help my clients to be happy with what they have and wear their, wear their clothes, basically, and wear them in different ways, get a lot of use out of their clothing, and then become conscious consumers. So my passion is really helping women to change their mindset and how they look at their wardrobe and go from there. I love that. I do too. I need that because you guys, I swear I have shirts in my closet that I probably have had since college. So like, I don't know, they're probably still not in, but like I get the slow fashion of like hanging on to stuff. I'm good at that. I don't know if I should be doing that, but I'm good at that. So I, I, is it common for people to have a hard time letting go of clothes that they've had forever and ever? That is very common. It's common to hang on to your clothes, but it's also common to not wear them. A lot of women have clothing with tags still on them. The fast fashion average is to wear something only five times and then discard it. Oh my gosh. I did not know that. That's crazy. I'm like the polar opposite where I might wear certain things way too many times. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, me too. I'm like, okay, that has a little hole in it, but I can probably still wear it. (laughs) That is actually great (laughs) when it comes to slow fashion. You just put a jacket on it. What? I just take my little hole in my black shirt and take a permanent marker and just color in my skin where that hole is. When I worked um, as a hairstylist at the salon, our dress code was all black. And if you got bleach on yourself at all, you would just color it in with a Sharpie. Oh, Brit's up on it. I'm already there, guys. Uh, no, I'm, I'm actually really interested in this because I, Wit knows what slow fashion is and I have no idea. So if you're like me out there listening and I've never even heard of this, Dali, teach us what this is all about. Well, my journey started when I... Um, was becoming more of an adult. I'd had several kids and I was shopping quite a bit and I wanted to look better, but I was just shopping the same fast fashion brands, buying really cheap clothing and then becoming really disenchanted with it and kind of getting rid of it quickly. But um, getting excited to get new clothes kind of all the time. So I didn't have a lot of clothing, but it was kind of a constant rotation. So when I started to think about um, going back to work, and what I wanted to do, I started to get into slow fashion. I found a couple ladies online and I started to really slowly change my mindset around my wardrobe and try to not shop as much and to wear my clothes and pick different fabrics instead of synthetic fibers and things that are going to be in our landfills for 200 years. Polyester takes 200 years to decompose in our landfills. Oh my goodness. So when I started to learn things like that, I became really aware of what I was doing. So when I wanted to become a wardrobe stylist, I thought, this is what I love, fashion. I want to help women 
to feel better about themselves, to be confident in their closet, be able to go into their closet and get dressed quickly and not have to worry about it so much. So slow fashion was the way to go. I don't sell any products. I don't push any retails. I really focus on changing your mindset around this. And when I started um, looking into where our clothes go and what um, manufacturers do with it, how how they are made, and then where they go when we discard them, that was completely eye-opening. Huh. Wow. Okay. I, I love this idea because... I, maybe every woman goes through this, but when I hit like 30, I was like, all right, I, it's time for me to start like step up a little bit in what I'm wearing, start looking a little bit more put together. And I've had like such honestly a hard time. Like fashion does not come easy to me. Like if I can see it in a picture, then I can go out and replicate that. But putting things together does not come easy. But I kind of started looking into like the min, uh, minimalist fashion and trying to buy like some staple pieces, but I'm terrible at it. So I need, like, I need someone like you to help me like, know, know, like to be conscious of like what I am buying and what I am, you know, what's in my closet and how can I wear this and like use it? Like I need this. I don't know. You guys, wit always looks incredible. I, you really do. And, but I get what you're saying. And you know what? Before this, I don't even know if I've ever even paid attention to if things are polyester or what brands they are. I mean, really. I haven't. I always thought, why is that a setting on my iron? I don't even know. I just put everything on cotton and iron it. I don't even know. But this is so interesting to me. And here's the thing that I do is I will keep pants that do not fit me anymore. And I keep thinking that's my motivation to get back into those pants, but really they just sit in my closet forever and ever and ever. So I need you to teach me like, I don't even know. I need, I need just, I need all the help. I really do. I have so much crap. Here's what you guys don't know. After we record this episode, Delete is going to come up into my closet and I'm nervous and we're going to see what happens up there. And we will have this all on our IGTV for you guys to watch. So just stay tuned for that after you listen. So how do we make like a mindset, like a mind shift on the fashion? Like I obviously have like Brit and I, Brit was just saying, like we don't even look about like what the material is made out of. So how do we start making those changes to being more aware of what we're buying and what we're doing with it after we no longer want it? Well, there's a few things that you can do. The first one is wear and care for the clothing that you have. The most sustainable wardrobe you have is the one currently in your closet. So start there. Don't feel like you have to throw everything out and go shop really expensive, sustainable brands. That's not the way to go. So wear and care what you have. Fall in love with what you have. Wear it and and. Kind of like you said, check those settings on your iron and how to wash them and, and maybe just take a little bit extra care. I know as moms, it's like I dry cleaning silk and things like that are not always practical, but you can just be a little more conscious about how you care for your clothes. So the second one is you're going to be more careful about how you discard your clothing. So like I said, polyester takes forever to decompose. 95% of the textiles and clothing in our landfills is recyclable or reusable. So 
it's better to donate it, even if it's not in great condition. And I went and toured quite a few of the um, local places that you can donate your clothing to, to see where our clothing went. And that was really eye-opening, seeing that they have a huge abundance of clothes. They have a lot of the same brands, a lot of the same types of cheap clothing. And that's when I realized me thinking that I was doing some good by buying clothes and then donating them to the needy was not good. They don't need your shit. They just don't. They have well, that way- is something we all needed to hear, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need your shit. Okay, quit buying it. <laughs> I take a lot of people's hand-me-downs, like my wealthy sister-in-law. I feel like I need her shit. I'm just saying. Okay, there's some shit we probably need. <laughs> she probably has higher quality, she dresses nicer really nice. stuff. And that's the thing. If you buy higher quality, higher quality, then it's going to last longer. Somebody else is going to want it. So if you do have clothes to donate that have tags on them, leave the tags on. Okay. Things like that. But the clothing that we buy is generally not going to hold up and last very long, but then the fibers don't decompose. So the third thing we can do is really understand that there are people behind the clothing that we make. So it's looking into where our clothing comes from. And I think people really do care, but it just seems overwhelming. When you think of a woman in a sweatshop making your clothes, it makes you feel quite terrible. But there are a lot of simple things we can do, like shop secondhand, um, write letters to your favorite brands, and look into where they manufacture their clothing. We are trying to get uh, manufacturers to just be more transparent. Basically, we're like, hey, where do you make your clothing? That's all we're asking. And then people can decide based on their values where they want to shop. This is like eye-opening for me. Totally, totally eye-opening. And it is, I do think it is overwhelming because even when I was trying to go a little bit of the minimalist route, even that was a little overwhelming of like just trying to be more conscious of staple pieces. And then, yes, looking into who's making these clothes. Are they going to last? Like it just seems like another chore for me and something that like, is going to take me down a rabbit hole that I just don't have time to go down. But that's why there's people like you. That's why you hire Delee and she will help you figure that out. So I love this. This is great. Yeah. So Delee, you were saying, so you started to kind of come into this and, and get interested in all these things where, how did that take you into, okay, I'm going to now help people to do this as well. I'm going to now go into people's closets and help them figure it out. Like how did that transition? When did you decide to start your business that you do? Well, I'm a mom of four kids and um, my kids were getting older. My youngest was turning five, I think at the time. And so it was like, what do I want to do? It's me time kind of thing. Like I'm ready to just be not just a stay-at-home mom, which I was grateful I could do that for so many years. But it was just kind of like this kind of calling of what what more do I want to do? So I just started. I started asking friends and family if I could go and rummage through their closets for free. And I started seeing a lot of the same things. And 
realizing there is a need for this. So I want to be the stylist next door. That is my handle because I want to be like your friend coming over and helping you put together outfits and then sharing tips and tricks on how to make small changes to be more conscious about where you buy your clothes and where your clothing goes. So it started as a free thing. I said, I'll give it a year. I started jumping in, realizing there was a a market for it. And then COVID hit. So that was really frustrating. And then I started doing the Instagram thing. I thought, well, I'll just work my Instagram like it's my job. And that's when I realized I am not an Instagrammer. (laughs) It's hard. hard. It is not great. And And being behind a screen just isn't my thing. I want to be with people. So I love being a one-on-one with ladies. I love doing fashion nights, fashion parties. I love doing things like this, podcast interviews. Anytime I can get out there and educate people about this, I feel like if I can keep, if I can stop one woman from buying one polyester shirt, wearing it twice, and donating it or throwing it in the trash, I've done my job. Crap, wit, check my tags on my sweater right now. (laughs) When Delita's not looking, I'll check. <laughs> we need no more polyester. Okay, wait, what's a fashion party? Like, this sounds fun. Maybe we should do this. Bring yeah. all your clothes. Let's have a fashion party. <gasps> yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, so tell us about this. Fashion parties are so fun. Basically, I have women come together. We play some games to learn about slow fashion. And then I have ladies bring like a heart to style item. And we have a styling session all together. And it's super fun because everybody's chiming in and saying, you could wear that with her outfit. You could wear that with her shoes. And it's really, really fun. Oh my gosh, sign me up. I want to do that. Let's do that. Okay, for all of our like local Utah listeners, um, we're going to put all of the information on how to find Ali on our Instagram on this podcast. Hey, if you want to fly her over to your state and help you out, you can do that too. Um, something that I found was so interesting for our local listeners is Dali was actually on KSL 5 and KUTV Fresh Living. So guys, she's the big deal. I'm just saying. She knows her shit. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about um, among the family, all the different fashion, and now how we dress everyone in the family, right? Oh boy. Well, teenagers. Oh, oh. The worst. what's happening? Oh my goodness. So my daughter is 12 and she went from pink unicorns and sparkly things like crazy. And then it was like overnight. She became like trying to be an extra for 90210. (laughs) It was like ridiculous. I'm like, first of all, we all wore that in the nineties. Second of all, she started cutting all of her shirts into crop tops and then got the neighborhood girls into it. Oh, goodness. So I'm really big in letting my kids pick their own style. If your kids are picky about style, if they are picky about fabrics and how things feel, as much as possible, let them wear what they want. Because my goal is to let them find their personal style and wear their clothing. But as a mom, those transitions are so hard. Do you guys have teenagers yet? Are you in that stage? So Brit is, but I have a 10-year-old who thinks she's going on 16, so. Yeah, so my teenager is my oldest. It's a girl. And she's a little unique of a teenager where I see the girls at school and how they're dressing. And it's kind of like that. They all want the crop tops. The mom jeans are back in. Well, I think they're called, are they boyfriend jeans? Yes, they call some of them boyfriend jeans, but they... 
do say mom jeans. But isn't that the mom jeans? Okay. Yeah. So that's the style. And my daughter's really different. She's more of like the grungy teenager who wants to just wear like big baggy t-shirts. She will take her dad's t-shirts and wear her dad's t-shirts. Do they say Stussy on them? Because that's what we all wore. <laughs> like, it's, they're like ridiculous t-shirts that aren't even, and I'm always like, can we like get dressed, you know? And she's like, I am dressed. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like you're saying, you have to let them have their own style. But sometimes, you guys, only sometimes she'll wear a real outfit and, and, and she'll like actually do her hair. And I don't even know what to do. I just look at her and I'm like, you're so beautiful. And she's like, Oh my gosh, mom, stop. You're so annoying. You know, but I'm like, but I never see you out of the t-shirts. And then she goes and puts her t-shirt back on because she hates me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, are we ruining them? If we comment about how they look, Oh my gosh, don't comment about how they look. Don't comment about their bodies. Don't comment at all. Don't look in their general direction. For real. No, no. So it's a weird thing. It's like, yeah, the big baggy t-shirts are like wearing shorts under them when then it looks like they don't have pants on. Oh, that's yes. a thing. Yes. What is that? I don't know. Why do you want to look like you don't have pants on? I don't <sighs> understand. I don't know. I did tell my daughter when she went into junior high, I said, those shorts are probably too short for school. And she was like, whatever, mom. <laughs> Day two, she comes home. I got called into the office because my shorts are yeah. too short. And I'm like, glad somebody else handled that one. <laughs> oh, yes. I already have that with my 10 year old because she's super tall. And so that's part of a problem but yeah she's she's still gonna try it she's gonna attempt to wear them to school and see how that goes well my girls are very different like my oldest is has her own thing like I said the grunge teenage look you know they don't it's like she almost doesn't care but that's her look and then my 11 year old is like polar opposite she is very girly and she spends time at night putting her outfits together for the next day and she's very trendy like she's she dresses very cute like honestly sometimes I'm like you dress better than I do honey you know she does she's she's good at what she does and they're just very different and it's interesting how like same mom same household you know and then what there's my son listen I gave up a long time ago on him oh I heard that boys do one day care like it takes like a flip of the switch when they, I think, get interested in girls for them to care to shower and to do their hair or anything. My son is 14, almost 15, and it has not clicked yet. And I'm like waiting and I'm like talking to my friends and I'm like arguing with him to get in the shower and wear deodorant. And yeah, is that a thing for you too? Why do teenagers not want to have hygiene? I don't know, but then why do they stay so long in the shower? Don't answer that. I know. Yeah, exactly. For real. It takes forever to get them in, but once they're in, they never want to get out. So I have to like beg my kids to go shower. I don't understand. I'm like, can I just please take a 20 minute shower by myself? Lock the door. That's like all I want to do. But I've, I've heard that they do change some time and actually care about their hygiene appearance. I have not seen it yet. I have three boys and it's like the littlest one is lucky if he's wearing pants. He went he went all summer without wearing underwear. And then when he got into school again, I said, you have to wear underwear because he's so tiny, like his pants fall off of him all the time. So I'm like, bud, you got to wear underwear to school. We got to have some kind of standards around here. <laughs> My little guy's seven and he all he wants to wear is like the what's the material that's like the basketball shorts. 
Yes, it's like the Uh-oh, mesh. Oh, is that polyester? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is probably polyester. Got to throw them out. Got to no, throw them out. <laughs> Don't throw them out. Organic no, cotton he, only. <laughs> he is one of those kids that the, the, the way it feels on him, it really bothers him. And all he wants to wear are those like basketball short shorts and then like the, when it's cold, the pants version like the Adidas pants and yes. the, like that feel like that. And, yes. and that's all he wants to wear. I can't get the kid to actually put a pair of pants on ever, but I gave up. I said, whatever, dress oh, yeah. yourself. I give Go up. Go for it. Yeah. Just anyway, I know we try. And then like, what about the littles? Whit, Whit and I both have, we've got uh, three year olds. And uh, does Scotty have a style? What does she do? Uh, no. I mean, she's so tiny too, that we basically mostly just stick to leggings but she is girly girl like if she could wear a dress every day she would yeah so yeah that's hazel she's the same way she's very girly but she she does love to rock her cowgirl boots with everything so there's that what where we need help in our house to lee is my husband (laughs) please all he wears is black t-shirts i've never seen him in another color item of clothing Sometimes I try to branch out and for Christmas I'll buy him like a black like sweater. Ooh, yeah. Good luck seeing him in it. Oh, yeah. Black t-shirts yeah. every day. Wait till you see my closet. I'm actually excited for you to see his side. It's it's disgusting. Is it is it the black free t-shirts? Because around here there's like such a techie industry. A lot of my clients are like, my husband just wears free t-shirts all the time and you know free clothes they're just free free like free like where like they free them? like they get them from work and they get them from conventions oh. and they get them from their bro- buddy and and they, and they won't actually go out and buy themselves like clothes that actually fit their body that that <laughs> seems to be a challenge this is so my husband actually has way more clothes than i do he's really? yeah he's more into fashion than I am but he does the same thing with the stupid free t-shirts like we will run races and get a free shirt and then he cannot give give it away I'm like you're never gonna wear this it's gonna sit in a freaking drawer but it has to sit in the freaking drawer like he will not get rid of them no no Mark we talked about this on an episode remember his underwear that he buys from 8080 because when he buys from this company he gets entered in to win sports cars yeah this is a thing so he will once I have yet to hear of this yeah (laughs) yeah look it up it's called 8080 you he started off it was just underwear purely just buying his underwear from 8080 and they're like these snazzy cool looking underwear anyway then we've moved on to black t-shirts okay so so now he buys t-shirts from them and he thinks that it's for a good cause because he's entering in to win a sports car so i'd love to know your thoughts on that one it sounds like a great cause really uh Dali, when you pulled in my house did you see a sports car outside yet no i did not Me either no. so you know. so maybe it's not such a good cause that's hilarious <laughs> i think um trying to dress somebody else is honestly really tricky it took my husband and i years to find that yeah, yin and yang and for him to kind of understand that i was trying to help and not make him look stupid it yeah. took him a while to understand that we actually spent the first few years of our marriage where every like anniversary birthday he would buy me um, movies or games or things like that and I would buy him clothes and it took us like several years to realize oh wait I don't want movies and games for my birthday. I want clothes and he doesn't want clothes for his birthday. He is so practical. He's like if I need new shoes 
I'm just buy me new shoes, but don't call it a gift. Yeah. He wants something fun, adventurous, camping gear. He loves all that kind of stuff. And although I love, like we've gone on backpacking trips together and hiking trips and stuff. I love it too. I don't want that as a gift. Yeah. So it took us a while to figure that out. But there is an element that you just have to let them be. And then there is an element that you can kind of give them a little nudge and, and maybe and maybe put a little flattery in there to, <laughs> to get them to wear something a little nicer when he goes out with you. Actually, <laughs> when I told him about recording this episode and I said, listen, babe, she's going to come up in our closet. And he goes, oh, this is a challenge. I want to see her dress me in what I have up there. <laughs> oh, accepted. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. All of his black t-shirts are gone. She's taking them home. So You know it's like bad when I actually get excited when he gets a new black t-shirt. When I'm like, babe, you look good. Like if he gets ready to go on a date. And I can tell it's a new black t-shirt. There's nothing different about it. But I can tell it's new. And so I'm like, he looks different when it's a new t-shirt. That's how you know it's getting bad. It's oh. all crisp. <laughs> yeah. You look crisp tonight, honey. Take, yeah. Take note, men. This is what ladies want. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It fits him. He's a mechanic. Uh-huh. He's not one of those guys that's ever going to be in the tighter jeans or, you know, he watches like, he'll, he'll watch like when I watch The Bachelor, he pretends he doesn't watch it or, you know, or The Bachelorette. <laughs> He's like, why are all these guys wearing shorts or pants that are too short and no socks with these shoes? Like he doesn't understand that this is like a thing now. Well, that is, know? I would say at least I think we're in the same age range. That is a different generation. Yeah. And we feel the same way. My husband and I are like, whoa, how tight are those pants? No. You know, and the no socks thing is personally not my preference, but I think guys can get away with it. I really appreciate anyone who puts a little effort in yeah. and has their own style. I can appreciate all different types of styles, but it's that knowing yourself and putting effort into your style, I think that can be really attractive. Uh, I really, for myself personally, you guys know, it's like jeans and t-shirts and hats and like Converse shoes. And it's not even that I'm still like trying to be young. It's just that's what I'm comfortable in. So I have a hard time branching out into like business more like business attire or like fancier clothes. I'm very uncomfortable. So do you help people kind of, how do I want to say this? Um, how am I, how, what am I trying to ask? Do you help people like get comfortable in different styles or do you just say, no, if this is what you're comfortable in, let's work around what you usually wear. Does that make sense what I'm saying? I absolutely have them work around their comfort level because comfort isn't just about cozy fabrics and things like that. It's about, like you talked about, what you feel is you. And some people walk into a room and they would prefer to be overdressed. I am one of those people. Some people walk into a room and they prefer to be underdressed. Some people do different things. So one of the things I have my clients do is write down everything they do in a two-week time period so we can find out what fits into their lifestyle. Because you can have clothing sitting in your closet a lot of times if you buy things that aren't integrating into your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. 
So it really is about finding what you need. But most women that I work with, the main word they use is wanting to be more updated. Like you said, we get into those ages where we transition into our 30s and then our 40s and our 50s, and we just want to look a little bit more put together, but not like we're trying too hard. And I help a lot of clients find that balance for them. Well, so when I dress up, I feel like beautiful and I feel confident, but I think my thing is I don't have anywhere to go to dress like that. You know, like Wit just recently got into real estate and she works outside the home. And so she dresses a lot more like business attire. And I feel like I'm that mom that's just typically like run into the store at home doing my chores, you know, things like that. So I, I'm not going to sit around my house naturally in a cute skirt and you know, things like that. So, but at the same time, I don't want to feel frumpy every day. You know, it's like, I've got, you got to find that balance of like, I don't know, or maybe I just need to go more places. <laughs> get out of the house a little bit more. <laughs> okay. Dilly. So give us like maybe your top tip or one takeaway or something that you want people to know about fashion or, you know, being mindful or whatever you want. What's, what's the biggest takeaway you think? I think the biggest takeaway is finding what you like and really honing in on that. Um, Stacy London said that style is the key to wearing style. Isn't about what you are wearing. It's about self-awareness. And if you can find out what you like, if you can find out what fits your body, a lot of the times when we are feeling too shabby or not put together, it's, it's the fit of the clothing. So that would be my number one tip. And that takes some time to get to know yourself. I love it. That's perfect. I need all the help on that. (laughs) Okay, you guys, uh, we're going to head up to my closet now. And if any of you listening do not follow Wit and I on Instagram, you can find us at The Real Shit with Brit and Wit on there and be able to watch this little segment and see Delee in action and what she does. And Delee, where can people find you on Instagram again? Instagram is at the stylist next door underscore UT. Perfect. So look for us on there um, to see this fun segment up in my closet. You can see what she does. Uh, if anybody needs help, Utah local people, get a hold of Delee and get her in your closets, you guys. <laughs> that I sounds creepy. <laughs> get everyone in your closet. Oh, it's a good idea. <laughs> Invite Wit and I too in the closet. Um, no, or if you want to do fashion parties, I think I'm actually really interested in that. Okay. I think you guys, for local listeners, let's watch for this let's plan a day and let's try to get a bunch of people here and let's do a fashion party i know we'll put a we'll put a poll out see if uh who's interested in coming to our fashion party i know brit and wit in person right <gasps> that's so <do> weird okay <laughs> guys i think we're gonna head up to brit's closet now so until next time let's keep it real and stylish